Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being with me today. I'm going to complain right out of the chute about the weather in South Florida. We are way down here, not that far from the Bahamas or Cuba for that, for that matter. Uh, and it's been raining and windy and cooler and just uh, kind of a crummy weather since Sunday, for sure since Sunday. And I'm ready for it to stop because we're really spoiled. But we do need to rain, so I'll say that. Um, stick with me today because I have some fun things to talk about. Some of it has to do with alcohol, some with Matthew McConaughey, um, weirdness with AI. So don't go anywhere. A weird instrument that you don't even need to touch in order to play. So let's start off with artificial intelligence. It's everywhere. It's being constantly talked about until I really don't want to hear about it anymore. But story today, um, saw a picture of a very beautiful woman. And the thing about it was this woman is making a lot of money by selling um, photos of herself, um, sans clothing, and uh, it's been doing really well, very well. Only problem is she's not real, she's AI, but you cannot tell it, I promise you. If you look that story up, she looks very real. So people that were spending money for those photos were getting a not real person. Uh, they didn't know that, but they do now. Very, very interesting to see where AI will go. Um, it's kind of the cocktail conversation um, that everyone is now glomming onto until we just want to like, can we just talk about watching paint dry because it's more interesting at this juncture. Okay, guess what? Um, we've been home, Gary, now for a hot minute. So of course, I'm looking for things for us to do. It's spring, um, Easter happened after Easter. Our our part-time dwellers tend to start their trek back to their cold-weather states or their other homes. Can already tell it today in traffic. We had a lot of running around to do in the bad weather, in the downpour. Gary and I were both out in it. and But the, the traffic seemed a little bit lighter today. So anyway, um, I don't know uh, how the weather is in Georgia, but Dahlonega is now uh, a, a certified wine region, the plateau of Dahlonega, Georgia. Dahlonega is at the, the base of the foothills. So the climate uh, in Northern Georgia, the climate is really conducive to producing. Uh, what they do is they produce, they get grapes from all over the world and they're producing hybrid. So the, the uh, wines that are coming from Georgia are beginning to seriously compete with California and upstate New York. Even, you know, Oregon has great wine. Uh, some parts of Arizona uh, also has great wine. But it's very interesting to me to see the photos. Uh, it's very scenic. That's a very scenic area of northern and Georgia's pretty anyway, but that area is particularly pretty. And to see photos of the vineyards they're just, they're beautiful. Uh, Gary and I also like the Finger Lakes in upstate New York. And that's sort of what the terrain reminded me of a little bit was upstate New York. Um, they, the, the thing about 
uh, Georgia, the, the wineries there, they've had them before. I mean, it's nothing new. They've made alcoholic beverages in Georgia for years. However, during Prohibition, the uh, the, the winery, the, the wine, the vineyards were decimated. They were completely destroyed. Now there are 12 tasting rooms and eight wineries in that area. And it's really considered uh, the Dahlonega area, the heart of the Georgia uh, wine country, as it were. And they just keep expanding and they keep growing and it will continue to grow the people that keep their finger to the pulse of vineyards. You can take tours, there are resorts, uh, great food. You can just go and do tastings if you don't want to spend a lot of time there. You can just drive through. They have a, a lot of events apparently in August. Now to me, I've been in Georgia before in August. It's pretty hot. <laughs> to, so I, I want to go now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to Gary and, and see. Uh, what's the weather? What is the weather? Happen? What's, what's happening there? Uh, you can also buy wines from Georgia online. And so I, I want to go to Total and um, look up some wine, see what I can find, and, um, and try them out before we go. However, if you are not a wine drinker, there is also the, which I did not know this, it's considered the, the cocktail, the official cocktail of Georgia, guess what it's called? Scarlett O'Hara. I'm not too sure. The thing I like about it, it's very pretty. You put a slice of, of lime on the side. It's served in my favorite kind of glass, which is a coupe. And it's really pretty simple. It has cranberry juice. That's okay. It has a dash of lime. That's okay. And here's the rub for me. Southern Comfort is the recipe. So, I don't know. Gary and I just made for, maybe for grants, we'll try it just so we can say we tried the Scarlet O'Hara, which is funny to me because I always thought in that movie, Gone with the Wind, the, the book, of course, was written by uh, Margaret Mitchell, and the movie came out, I believe, I want to say it was 39. Uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, but Vivian Lee was British, and there she played this Southern Belle. So I've always thought that was that was really pretty funny. So if you have tried any of the wines, they make um, red wine, white wines. Uh, they make all, wine also from a native grape, a muscadine grape that is native to uh, to Georgia. I love good sayings, things that just nail a certain feeling and Matthew McConaughey is up to a lot of stuff all the time he he has taught I don't know if he still is at the University of Texas at Austin Gary went to that school it's a beautiful campus it's a beautiful school but they're trying to ruin Austin from being the unique city that it's always been to just another big city and that's a shame. That's a real shame. I hope the people of Austin continue to fight that. And I know some of them are fighting it. But the, the sprawl and the growth is, mm, you hate to see it. You want to keep the uniqueness of some city where everything is not the same. Any city you go into. But 
Matthew McConaughey's son, he tells this story about his son going off to camp. And, you know, you're trying to talk to your kid and, you know, trying to have conversations with children. Is that, you know, you try to figure out a way to do it. So he was asking his kid what he was going to do at camp. What did that mean, going to camp for him? And I love what this kid said because I thought it was profound and something I want to, to write down and look at and embrace because I feel the same way as this kid. He says to his papai, P-A-P-I is apparently what he calls his father, Matthew McConaughey. He says, papai, I want to meet new people and do cool things. That sums it up for me. That sums it up, people. I mean, if you can accomplish that, what else is there? I mean, do cool things, meet new people, awesome. But here's something else Matthew is doing uh, on April 24th. It's a virtual class. It's called The Art of Living. It's free, but you do have to sign up for it to save your seat, and I don't know if it's full. What I read today, it did not look like it was full yet. So, um, The Art of Living, L-I-V-I-N apostrophe. Wouldn't it be that way? Um, You join Matthew and his special guest. For this one-time event, it's to create a future, this is quoting from the, the promotional piece, a future you can look forward to. Well, I think we should all look forward to our future, right? But he said, yes, it's time to close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And then it goes on to say, it's simple, a live one-day virtual event like nothing you've ever experienced to show you the roadmap map to living again. It's a coming together, a movement you and the world need right now. I'm not going to deny that. That's very true. So it's only happening. There are no G's in, in any of these any of these promotional verbiage. Uh, so be cool to your future self and show up. If you want to, to, uh, to know more, about that just type in the art of living matthew mcconaughey and it will come up it's monday april 24th at 10 a.m pacific time pacific time so that that's good for us (laughs) here in eastern time so get your life together with matthew mcconaughey um you know Harry and Meghan. Um, Harry wrote the book, Spare. I loved it. I thought he was very honest, and I believed every word. The coronation of King Charles and Queen, not Queen Consort, but Queen Camilla, will be happening very soon in May, May the 6th. Meghan is not going. It's their son's birthday. Harry is going. The thing is, that's probably the best decision for them because they cannot win no matter what they do. They cannot win. Um, you have Camilla as queen, and they're going to say stuff about Megan. I, I think it's ludicrous, but I uh, saw a photo just today of Camilla, uh, Kate Middleton, Sophie, Kate Williams, two oldest kids and Megan outside the church the day of 
the queen's funeral and they're waiting it looks like probably for transportation or they're they're waiting for something and the the core group is over to one side and megan there's a, a noticeable space they have left between them and megan and and i thought you know at a time like that even when families are broken and they're dysfunctional and and as i said about succession which is apparently, I'm just saying what I've read based on a real media mogul family. Um, everyone has dysfunction of some sort, and there is no utopia within a family unit. There just isn't. But when you come together at, at, in times of crisis, you 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 do. You come together, and that's what you do because it's the right thing to do. Well, they didn't do that, so I don't believe. Megan is wrong about the choice to stay in California while Harry goes over for his father's coronation. Um, I think if anything, I personally have learned and observed other people as well doing. During the time you spent alone during the pandemic and, and how you restructured your life, new boundaries have been set. And I think people decided, I did this, but did I really want to? No, I really didn't. So I'm really not going to do it anymore. And once these huge boundaries around what I will and will not do, what I will and will not tolerate, I will jettison toxicity, negativity, whatever it is in your life that you want to jettison. And I think people are doing that. And I think that's what Harry and Meghan are doing. Why should they go over there and be booed and treated bad? Why? Why? Because the royal family decides they make all the decisions no actually i don't think they do it will be see it will be interesting to see how charles does charles and camilla in their reign because they're already ruffling feathers about this gold encrusted coach they're going to use when people in great britain are having financial difficulties themselves and they're going to ride in this this gold carriage, and I understand why they're doing it, because everyone at every coronation throughout history from when it was built, they have ridden in it. So he's entitled to do that, and he's waited a long time. I understand all of the the nuances of this whole thing. But you know what? There was a reason we broke away from that back in the day, our our forefathers and mothers. There was a reason, uh, and that still holds today. So Megan... Staying here in this country, good for her. She's standing up for what she believes because she knows she's going to be trash-talked anyway. I mean, if you've ever been in that situation yourself in a work, uh, in a workplace or personal, uh, you walk in a room and you know, you know, you know, mm, that little group looks like they may be not that really, whatever. And, and I think now with the new normal that we are all functioning under post-COVID, where you're you going to live or die through it all. Um, yeah, I'll turn around and walk out. Yeah, I, I don't I don't need that in my life. And I'm sure that's how they feel. They don't need that in their life. They're happy, I assume. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I have been an Anglophile forever. So it's all a big disappointment to me to see William and Kate and Sophie and, and Camilla becoming queen not consort, but queen. Mm, um, I'm, I'm not that much an Anglophile anymore, except for British shows. I will not get those up because they're 
fantastic. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you staying with me. Um, don't forget to look for Gary on all things cruise. G-E-R-R-Y. It's pronounced Gary, but spelled Jerry. And Splash Worldwide. Um, one more thing I want to tell you, though, before I go. I almost forgot. I do all that with Gary, but listen to this. There's a British show that we watch, and it has this unusual song. There's an instrument in it that sounds very different. And it's called a theremin. And I don't know. I didn't know what it was. You may. But you don't touch it to play it. It's played by these two, an, uh, an antenna on the left and an antenna on the right. And the interaction between these these waves, between these antennas, creates this weird, very pleasant sound. It's called a theremin. If you know about that, let me know. Have you ever seen one in person or know about it? Because... I think that's pretty cool. You don't have to really touch it. But anyway, do look up Gary. And these podcasts always rest on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Our YouTube channel by the same name, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. My books are on Amazon. Don't forget to look those up. Podcasts are available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, you name it, 20 plus platforms. I'm out there chatting, and you can hear me. And I thank you for listening, for being the ears to my podcast. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being with me at Gigi in the 561. Stay with me.